You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. Game on, Brohim. All right, my people. This is what we call Lust for Life. Welcome to the number one podcast in America as voted on by Canadians. That's how we do business. The numbers are in. The numbers are in. We actually are getting good numbers, which is putting a lot of pressure. I feel a lot of pressure. Yeah? This is crazy. People actually like it. We're going to reverse it this week. We're going to make the world's worst podcast. We'll show them. We'll show you for liking us and spreading the word. Go fuck yourselves. I like that you had Canadians vote, though. Canadians even... voted that we were the best podcast yeah. in America. Will they still like us? Who, if Canadians? We, if we tank? If we tank, yeah. Canadians will love us more. They have more spirit mm-hmm. than America. I don't know. I'll make that up. <laughs> They're more forgiving. Maybe know. Mexico. I just want to dominate North America. Or we can move down to Central America. We could do we Little could do Panama. That's the only country I know. That's why I was throwing it to you, right? <laughs> I don't even know it from the canal, to be quite honest. I know it from a Van Halen song and the fact that Mario, Mariano Rivera is from there. That's it. With me, of course, my right hand. Not my left hand. My right hand. His name is Benji Susswine, but I call him Ace Sweet, Sweet, Sweet Wine. That's his goddamn nickname. I love that Ace is sticking. <laughs> Ace Sweet, Sweet, Sweet Wine. That's his name, Get a piece of it while you can, baby. I think it's triple sweet. Triple sweet. Because yeah. you got to just sell it. you got to let it out, baby. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Because, you know, i got a little bit of 80s pro wrestler in me. And to me, that's something that an 80s pro that. wrestler would be I like. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I like it. Repeat. What about triple sweet? That's a cool name. Triple sweet. Yeah, you triple can't sweet. give yourself a nickname. Remember, you that's the rule. It to, she, I didn't come up I with it. I gave it to him right now. Yeah. Triple sweet? Yeah. Well, you're fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> Giving out right, nicknames. See you later, guys. Making her second appearance. She actually has not met Benji till now because she filled in for Benji. She wasn't the third mic when she was I'm, on before. Am she I was Benji actually, Jr.? You were the right hand that time. Now you're wow. third mic, which is nothing wrong with it. It's great. And I'm left. Thank Tanya, you for filling in. You, she no did problem. a skillful job. Tanya Arazo. Oh, thank you for the pronunciation. I'm getting wow. names you got right. Two for two. Yeah. Two for, well, it is. I mean, it is Tuesday. It's two for Tuesday. <laughs> two Come for on. Tuesday. We got a two for coming up. R.E.M. and <laughs> Peter the Pumpkin Eaters. Is that even a band, Peter the Pumpkin? <laughs> It should have been. It sounds familiar, but it could just be from nonsense. Peter. Do you come up with band names a lot? You go. Oh, I've named a be, lot. Yeah, I've named a lot. What's the best one you've come up with? All right, Ooh, well, it's pressure. Be- it's the best and the worst. <laughs> my buddy's band. The guy. The, the songs that play on this show from my boy Timothy Styles, T.J. Fogarty. I named his band. That band is called Scorchamenza. Now that is an Italian word for like uh, hardhead or ball breaker. The problem. It's a great name, right? Sounds awesome. Scorchamenza. Scorchamenza. One word? Yeah. My uncle Lou used to call my grandfather that. We'd be like, yep, yep, you know what your pops' problem is? What? He's a Scorchamenza. That's all. <laughs> you guys would see the hand motion. That you oh. have, every time you say it, the hands got to come up. Guineas have to talk <laughs> with the hands. And I so, think they insinuated if it's Italian, there's hands. Right. Yeah. And how come when you do that and no one cries racism? <laughs> like, you that's do that with a bad any, thing, though. Yeah, if you do it with anyone else. But like, that's not like a power move. Like, racism is like power. No, but I'm not like, oh, they use their hands. They're inferior. Well, here, real quick, though, and then we'll get back to the story. Um, you remember that commercial for the Super Bowl where the white dude was speaking like, oh, with a no, Jamaican yeah, accent? Yeah. And people, I was at a Super Bowl thing with this guy, of course, super liberal. It was like, 
man, that is racist. He's a, how do you think Jamaicans fucking talk? Right. <laughs> like they talk like that. If he was Italian and go blah, 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 with his hands and all that shit and eat an artist and bread the whole goddamn time, no one would think different. No one would think different because it's, well, get the, get a job. Okay, back to this. And so, Scorcha Menza. See how I can reel it back in? Yeah, I love it. Skillful. Old Mad Dog, four episodes ago, we would end up talking about Chinese checkers somehow. I don't know how it would have gotten to that <laughs> we shit. Can still talk Which about is it. racist, okay? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all they're good at is checkers? Come on. <laughs> Are you with me, ladies? <laughs> um, so that was good, nice and hacky. Um, so Scorchamens, the problem is, no one knows how to spell it. No one oh, has, right. knows how to enunciate it when they read it. So the Scorchy Meansy, uh, so it gets just butchered up. So they're trying to come up with a new name. They, they've been broken up and back together with the union shows for a while, and now uh, T has been in a different band, and then he's back with Scorchamens, but they're gonna get a new band name. Right. I hurt. feel like that could be an album name. What, Scorcha Menza? Yeah, you could get a little funkier with the album names, and then, like, oh, how do you pronounce it even? Oh, my God, it's crazy. And then people that listen to it, they're only cool if they can pronounce right, it Right, exactly. See, I like that. Um, here's another one. A band name I've been saving for myself, if I ever get in a band again. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I've had these bands. I was in Sexual Tobacco. <laughs> we were Sorry. STB. Like this was during STP's <laughs> yeah. run in the 90s, so we were STB. We just kind of started as, like, an accident. Like, as a name, just me and my buddy Frank, we're just hanging out, and we're like, we'll be sexual tobacco. Oh, I thought that was really thought out, the name. <laughs> you, once again, you're fucking fired. All right, Arazo, you go back to Central America and build churches. I can't handle this. Good. That's why I said it. And so uh, we never had a band till the Battle of the Bands. We decided to just grab, like, two people and form a band. And so because it wasn't a real band till then, and we just grabbed people that could play, and we were sexual tobacco all-stars at the Battle of the Bands. We finished fifth out of eight, which means either we were the best of the worst bands or the worst of the best. Either way, not a bad day. Not a, not bad, a bad day. Eight. And let's see what else is in. I was in Mad Dog and the Reducers. Okay. It's not bad. I was in the Gus Matthews Review about a theater teacher, this gay dude who was cool, but we used to bust his balls. So we're the Gus Matthews Review. What else was I in? The Anger Brothers. That's good. But I'm saving this one. Okay. Maury's Wigs. Our first album will be called They Never Come Off. It's a Goodfellas <laughs> reference. Maury's Wigs. How great is that shit? Okay. Are you actually considering uh, playing? Yeah, I used Been to play. band together? Yeah, man. I mean, I like look, to... You really considering it, or are you just fucking around right now? Well, no, I'm saying I, I'm, 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 I don't give that name to people. I've named some other bands in that too. He's saving in his You guys don't tell anyone. Anyone listening. Yes, you guys don't can't tell anyone. Don't use it. I'll be honest about this shit though. I've had people steal my goddamn ideas. One of the guys who ended up in Sexual Tobacco All Stars, this dude Dylan, his little brother, I go to Dylan's house, hang out. I was going to form a band called The Sellouts where the S was a dollar sign. Three years later, I had a falling out with Dylan. We ended up being cool again. And he's like, yeah, hey, my little brother's doing great. He's in this good punk band all around town called The Sellouts with a. Money sign S. I go. I, I like said, that I he pardon. drilled that home. Right. Like with the money sign. You're wondering S. how they spell it. I said I said that <laughs> shit at your goddamn house, and he goes, "Take it easy." No, take it easy. Still at my goddamn. What if they become like the new Green Day, and I'm sitting back there playing the Gus Matthews Review with an inflatable penguin on my stage? We would have props in that band too. We had an inflatable penguin. We had a Darth Vader, like like uh, not a statue, but like a cardboard cutout stuff like that. We'd wear wigs. I always thought like I was like a minor league kiss. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So that here's another one I'm gonna do, and it goes back to the Italian thing. I want to form a band called Chooch and the Runes. 
Chooch in the room. Or the chooches. The chooches. What do you think of that shit? That sounds sexual to me. The cho- well, the chooches. Chooch's ass. Yeah, yeah. So of course it's like it sounds the sexual. The chooches is like, I don't know. You're just like, oh. Oh, but everything skeezes you out. <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> Actually, when I was walking here, some guy was just sitting on a park bench, like lifting his shirt, rubbing his stomach at everybody. And I was like, ugh. But it's was gross. he um, of the homeless variety? No, just a, just a normal dude. Normal just lunch dude. break? Rubbing yeah, his belly so. for no reason. Bluetooth, so he could fully rub. Oh, do you think he was talking dirty some broad? He's like, yeah, I'm getting lint out of my <laughs> right. out of my label now. What is it called, the label? Navel? Navel. Oh, yeah. You're talking about belly button. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Is it? How could that be the navel when, when like, the Navy trains at the <laughs> Naval Academy? But it's not N-A-V-A-L. Now I sound like this is like a Gallagher bit. You park <laughs> in a driveway and drive in a parkway. And then I just crush a, I just crush a uh, cantaloupe. Right. You bring your Darth Vader figurine or whatever cardboard cutout out. If we ever do a live episode, which I think we're eventually going to do. Did we say Halloween? Someone brought up Halloween. It. People probably won't be able to come here. People are going to go to another point. venue where there's probably going to be all kinds of mayhem. I don't want to say that name, but there's going to be craziness. So I'm thinking maybe we do October 30th, or maybe we do something in November. Okay. Before Thanksgiving. Okay. Maybe the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Weren't we going to have people dress up? Fuck, I want to. We'll discuss this. All right, maybe we're dress up this. like Thanksgiving themed. <laughs> now it's goddamn confused. Let's just wait till February. Mixing all the holidays. And right. then everyone can dress up as Cupid and just, show, just shoot arrows at each other. But maybe I'll have like a set like my band used to when we do the live show. Maybe I can get all those things again. An inflatable penguin. Right. I think we had a lava lamp. You got to have a lava lamp. I mean, that's what we're going to do for the live episode. It's going to be insane. And everyone who was ever the third mic will have on. We'll just have like nine of us, like a Wu-Tang Clan. No one will understand a word we're saying. We'll all talk over each other. It'll be fucking <laughs> exciting. So that's Sign what we got planned. Up. All right, let's set this episode up. We have a great guest coming up. Boy, that almost sounds like I just tur- like totally just turned a car and onto the freeway <laughs> unannounced. Like no one knew we were going to Magic Mountain. I just go, we're going here. All right. And we'll come back to banter in a second. We have Lance Weiss coming. Right? Dear friend of mine. Good kid. Interesting story. Grew up down south. Oh, uh, is there a difference between the down south and the deep <laughs> south? Some people say they're from down south. Some people say I'm from the deep south. What's like the deep south? Like everywhere in the south, the deep south. That might Maybe be our first question. Maybe it means like like in the woods. In I, the woods. I think it's rural. number of teeth. Number of mm. teeth. Oh, yeah. that is reverse. That's racist. <laughs> no such thing as reverse racism, people. In case you're scoring at home, racism's racism. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, father transsexual in the south. That's fucking fascinating to me. That growing up with that. Down south, nothing but nothing. A lot of closed-mindedness down there. Mm-hmm. Um, some cities aren't as closed-minded. This is just a fascinating story. Um, I can't wait to talk to him about that. This is going to be one of the best. Now, you're from up north yes. in California, Tanya, mm-hmm. where everyone's accepting of everyone for the most part, correct? Well, they say they are. Do you say they're not? Uh, I think, I mean, everywhere... Everywhere is pretty segregated in some ways. In Cal, yeah. Northern Cal. Just in anywhere, anywhere. But so I think even in the Bay where it's supposed to be super liberal, there are things that fly there that I don't think m- would fly in like a very rural area. But Like what? Like what flies there that... Yes. Um, I, I feel like all my friends were gay and it was like cool to be gay. 
Well, in the Bay Area, I mean, that, yeah. that was the first place to right. celebrate that. But then when you hear of, like, that stuff with, like, Matthew Shepard and Was that like in Northern Cal? No, no. That was, where was that? Well, that was, like, Nebraska. Uh, yeah. Well, so when stuff like that happens and, like, someone's, like, beaten up for being gay, I'm like, what the hell is that? Sure. Certainly. Well, here's what's interesting. I was thinking about this last night. I did a gig with this guy. Uh, he's from San Francisco, and he's a gay dude. And he said, I'm that stereotypical San Francisco guy. And he lists, like, three things. And he goes, and I have a boyfriend. It's like, oh, okay. Every time I'm in San Francisco, I don't see that many gay people. Like, that's been, like, the hack joke for people all the time. Yeah. You tell any meathead you're going to San Francisco, oh, what are you going to do? You going to get fisted in the ass? No, uh, I'm just going to do a gig and maybe eat a sourdough bowl <laughs> of clam chowder. Maybe later. Yeah, I'm going to a Niner game. Right. And at the Niner game, after you're going to go to a glory hole? Are you wishful thinking? Hee-haw, McGee? I mean, this is nonsense. Um, you see more gay people on the streets of New York, like, per capita, like, all over the fucking place. I think it's just... You think that's true, or you just... Kn- well, maybe because I've lived here for seven and a half years, and I've been in San Francisco <laughs> combined, like, nine days. Yeah. But, um, Jay, they hype it up so much. Yeah, and I think it's just the general attitude and the history there is to be to Open-minded. accept it. Yeah. Which is good. Well, I hate... Sorry, I hate that I said that. Accept it. Accept it. Well, you don't think it's accepted? Yeah. Well, I don't think you should accept something. It is. Well, it is what it People is. People are. Yeah. You, know? you don't have to accept or tolerate... Well, no, but you, you kind of do because people but don't. Yeah. The fact that people don't accept people. Yeah, but I mean, I just, I don't want to use the word as like accept or tolerate. I think everyone just is and you just interact with You people. just deal with it. Right, but the yeah. problem is when people are shitty in their interactions. Right. Yeah. Which plenty are. Because once again, we've talked about this before on the show. People are so scared of anything that's different. Like, we, I think secretly most people want everyone to be the same. They feel challenged by anyone who's different from you. That's why people get in arguments if you don't like the same shit that they do, the same movies. But then don't you find that when someone's too similar to you, you're like, fuck this person. It's the right. worst. That's why that opposite shit You're like, this is my works. thing. This is my thing. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I hate it, man. I, uh, I just got brand new shoes today. You guys can't see it at home because this is not visual, okay? And I do this all the time, but it's the truth. Um, I love these them. shoes. Here, I'm going to show them. The, brand, the Chuck Taylors got them in the mail. Let me see. Okay. Oh, there's some black and brown there. And there's writing. Oh, there's writing. It's just amazing. Yeah. These are like rebel shoes. Like, I feel like I could start a revolution right now. If <laughs> I saw another person in these goddamn shoes, I would, I would th- take them off my feet and throw them at him. <laughs> and I would try to hit him right in the squash. But you want everyone to like your shoes. I want people, no. I want people to worship angry. these shoes. <laughs> you'd I want be people. angry if someone didn't like your shoes. I want... I would get in a fucking fist fight right now if someone doesn't like these <laughs> shoes. Like, those shoes are booty. Right. I was like... got in a fight at your club one night with Dan Frigolette over this shit, over other shoes. I got my over leather. These shoes? Not these shoes, because I didn't have them yet. These are new. These but are new. I had these DCs, right, right. which I love DC. They're skater shoes. I'm from the West Coast where skater shoes matter, okay? Your Vans, your DCs, that's the real deal, Holyfield. And I got DCs, but they're leather. And they, they're dope, and they're sweet, but they're slip-ons. The problem was I was wearing jeans that did not go like all the way down and cover the shoe a little bit. So I looked like an old man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So your socks showing. So I get it. I don't care about that, though. Whatever. Who cares? I look like an old man, though, and he's clowning me. And then I'm asking even your staff (laughs) and your old manager at the time. You're like, please validate me. Nah, those got to go. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? I used to get laid in these all the time. What has happened? And now Were they blind women? They're blind. How dare you, Tanya? I'm not rehiring you after I fire you this time. You are going That's to go today to, to a new podcast. Annoying. God bless you. Well, you're doing a great <laughs> job, a great miss. Job. A plus. With your nonsense. Um, with your, 
man, why can't you just accept me? Mm-hmm. You're not doing a good job of accepting me, Tanya. <laughs> so we want, it's just great. People don't want you to have the same views because they feel challenged when you don't. And that's what it is, and they're scared. And that's where all this confusion is where racism, that's where uh, hating people of different sexual orientation, is it, that's fearful. And they don't understand what they're not. But all it is is just learning, you know, and to- not tolerant. See, now I'm in my head saying that we're tolerant. But just, it's good. Well, why, I, I don't see why that you don't want to phrase it that way. Because I think when you tolerate something, it's something that you're like, ugh, I guess I have to put up with this. Like your child playing violin for the band. I saw you I tolerate him What's going rehearsing. on? What are you? No, no, no. But I, I guess no, no. I guess that's one way. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about it like that. Back, like you were saying, accepting or tolerating. People need to realize. I guess it's not like even if you don't personally feel okay with it, you have to be okay with it in yeah. real life. Yeah. So tolerate could be a good word to describe it because yeah, you can't force someone to like something they don't want to like. Right. Because I don't care what you think. You still can't be shitty about it. Right. But we're still people. That's what it comes down to. Of course, yeah. And I know people who describe themselves as racist and will, will openly say horrible things about other races <clears throat> do have friends of different color. And you try to get them to explain. Like, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I can get along with this guy. I think it's a common, you can find a commonality with someone. Yes. Well, we all, yeah, we all have a lot of similar things. Right. Hate to shock people. <laughs> yep. Hey, you crackers out there who are racist. <laughs> Black people are struggling to pay rent just like you are, and also like the ball game, and also like to eat grilled cheese sandwiches. So you got common ground. So stop acting like we're completely different. It's all the same. We all wear pants. Oh, now I just sound like someone. I sound like an angry NPR guy. And we all wear pants, assholes. You got it. All right. We got our guest. We're going to get him in. We're tight today. We have another podcast of our network recording in like 40 minutes. So we're going to speed dance this shit. We're going to bring in our guest. I'm going to go to the bathroom, of course, because i got the diabetes. We will be back. You don't hear it. You'll just hear the dun-dun-bun-bun-bun-bun-bun-bun. It'll come back. We'll have Lance. We're going to talk about tolerating or not tolerating. Maybe he thinks you should be more tolerant of the word tolerant. We're going to get to the bottom of this, baby, with Tanya Arazzo, with Ace Sweet, Sweet, Sweet Wine. I'm the kingpin, baby. I'm out. Triple sweet. Let's get it. Sweet, 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 sweet. <laughs> All right, my people, I got the diabetes out. We're all good. He's we're, cured. We're back. I'm cured. I got all the diabetes out. Magic Johnson, that shit. Oh, God bless it. Not soon enough. Yeah, right. God bless him. With us right now. Man, you got to give some love to Lance Weiss coming in here. He's got a right, wild hey. story to tell, baby. How are you, brother? That's the most applause I've ever gotten. It's fantastic. See, that's what we're here for. I'm doing great. I'm trying, man. You're trying. That's all we we're can trying. do, We're trying. We're trying, yeah. Oh, we're getting... What do you think about tolerance? Let's get to the <laughs> bottom of that. Tolerance. <laughs> the word, the word tolerance. Uh, mm-hmm. I was listening. The word tolerance. Uh, yes, sir. I hear where you're coming from. From that, I guess there could be two definitions of tolerance. You know, I think. Uh, but I, I hear both sides of that argument. We have a future politician. The word, the right? word yeah. sounds negative. The word does sound negative. It sounds like, oh yeah, like you say, like we disagree with you, but I, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. I feel like this is the same answer Al Gore would have gave in 2000, <laughs> and that's why I voted for Nader. Yeah. <laughs> I studied politics in, in uh, college. What do you think of the word yeah. tolerance? Well, yeah. let's go back to the history <laughs> of the word tolerance. The best was when they asked him grass or astroturf. They asked him and Bush. <laughs> Bush goes, grass, that's it. End of story. <laughs> Al Gore gave the history of astroturf, <laughs> told stories of people walking on grass. It's ridiculous. All right. So, Lance, let's, let's get r- right to your story. Yeah, here we go. All right. So you were born where? 
I was born in Russellville, Kentucky, which Kentucky. is a very small town in Kentucky. And then uh, my, we were only there like well, about 11 months. And then we moved to uh, Georgia, a town called Brunswick, Georgia, which is roughly an hour south of Savannah, Georgia, or an hour north of Jacksonville, Florida. So way down on the coast. Wow. And I was there till I was 18. And that's an interesting town, right? I mean, where you're at, you're in between two totally different cities. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely. Savannah, clearly an open-minded, progressive it is the San Francisco of the Deep South, really? I would say. I actually, I don't I feel that way because I'm from there. Because you're from People there. People say that like, it, the whole, I don't know, I don't know how, how the whole South to me feels, feels close-minded. That's a horrible thing to say. It's because it's not by any means. Even Savannah. Well, you, maybe not now, but when I grew up, it when felt that up. way. Now I feel like the last like six, seven years, I feel like the whole world has changed where people are open to all kinds of people now, but not 15 years ago when I was there. Sure. No way. No way with Savannah. I mean, yeah, it was more liberal than, you know, maybe some other parts of the state or other parts of the South, but not, uh, not in my view, 15 years ago, it was not. Now, when you say you, we moved. Now, explain the whole family. My family moved from uh, uh, my mom, my, my sister, my dad, and uh, me. We moved from Kentucky. So, George, where I grew up. I mean, that's where I... Okay. So, you moved there with your family as is. Yeah. Okay. When does this change happen with your father? Uh, my parents got divorced uh, when I was six. Six years my old. My dad left when I was six. So, uh, and then I, uh, you know, you do like every other weekend with your parent, you know, when you, you do the visitation thing. And then um, when I was a sophomore in high school, my dad, uh, my dad changed over, you could say, however you want to, however you want to call it. And you, no one had any clue this was ever going to happen? No, nobody knew. Was he uh, like, was he slightly feminine growing up? I don't. I actually don't have that many memories of my dad. No. No, I haven't talked to my dad, and uh, I haven't physically seen him or like heard his voice in maybe fifteen years. Oh wow! Although I just for the first time, like last week, I sent him an email for the first time that I've I I try to reconnect. He's gonna listen to this. He listens to everything I do. That's like, great. He follows me every. Another listener. Um, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Get the numbers <laughs> up. Some more. Yeah, you got him. I'm building a fan base here. Uh, no, I know he'll listen to this. Um, so he sent me an email last week because I've tried to reconnect with him a couple times. This will be the second official time I've tried. Um, but it's just, it's kind of difficult. Um, so right, I'm in the middle now of like a couple emails back and forth. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that helps. How has it gotten difficult though? Has the, was the my dad changing was just, of sex? No, I didn't know. I, I, my it? dad was on my life before then. I could care less okay. about that. Okay. Right. But, uh. But I, I grew up without a father, and that's and as I'm getting older, I'm having I just turned 30, so that's like a big right reevaluation of your life. Welcome to the club, my friend. Yeah, right. We've been waiting uh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> All the rest of us in our 30s, like, when is that asshole going to get in his great? 30s? <laughs> he need, we, once again, he was different. You're in your 20s. We had to judge. Oh, yeah. Benji's telling his no, goddamn 20s. Yeah, sorry, nice. Guys. You look Baby. great. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> for my, for my 20s. <laughs> you look fantastic. So this become a flirtathon between guys <laughs> over their age. All right, so. How, I got a question. Yes. How did yes. your mom react? Um, like it's a very small town. My mom's great. Yeah. My mom's great. But surprised, didn't see it coming, or she's like, "Yeah, I saw this happening years ago." Um, no, I don't think I don't think my mom. You see, it's interesting when I talk about this because uh, I just started talking about my dad like the past couple of years because you know it's, it takes a long time yes. to work through a lot of my own personal things and whatnot. And then I have like I have a family, you know, I have a, a family to protect as far as like things I say. And so it's it's very uh, um. Whenever I give answers, my head is a million miles a minute about sure, what I, right. what I should say or not say. Um, my mom's great. My mom was totally cool, totally great. Um, yeah. Had a Can good you mom. talk about how 
you guys found out? Were you still? My mom just told me. Well, my town is so small. My mom, well, they had a lot of mutual friends. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, they were married for seventeen years, and they didn't move. This they both stayed in the same same town, same fifteen minutes away. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Very small. My my town is like thirty thousand people, which is which is pretty small. Everybody like in high. There's only two high schools. Everybody knows. I know everybody at my high school and the high school, the other one as well. I knew all the kids. Like Mm -hmm. that's how small it is. Wow. So word just gets back to you. Yeah. Does your heart drop? Uh, well, my dad had been on my life then for probably like the last like three or four years. Um, so I did. It was just like, oh, well, I guess that dude. You know, like yeah, over time, it just slowly goes away. You don't even you don't even think about it. It'd be like a friend that you had five years ago, uh-huh. and you're like, you, say your friend moved to Japan and then was like became a yo-yo champion or something. Oh, that's, that's, that's I love how that's you just compared. <laughs> that's <right>. horrific. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Tony, he's showing actual tolerance. But <laughs> right. well, let's say five. Let's say five years ago, uh, you know, you're like, oh, well, I guess I guess now that he's into yo-yoing, you know, like you don't care because it was five years ago. You don't even think about what happened. But then. this is where I find it fascinating. Yeah. And this is where I think it's it's deeper than you're probably even giving it credit for. Sure. You're I mean, in a small town. Very small. That is close to Jacksonville. Florida, One hour north, which yep. is not a progressive town at all. And even if he's out of your life, now rumors are going to go around. Well, I want to ask, I mean, this is one of the reasons why I brought you in here. Yeah. How does this affect you with everyone else? Are, is uh, it people affects your good whole life. You? It affects your whole life. That's what I want to get to. It affects everything in your so, whole life. Why do you think I do stand-up I want to know the hurt. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> but this is some real deal shit, man, to me. Why do you think I do comedy? Yeah, yeah of Because I have a value. You know, you think, why do I do comedy? Why do I get to this place? That's clearly why. Because... You want you want to prove to everyone that you're just like everybody else because back then it was I, I've said this on the podcast before like uh, like wait a minute we're not getting exclusive yeah <laughs> you're fucking fired too both you two get the fuck out just me and you baby just me and the bench there's a um even it's it's we're not accepting of people like we are even today even in New York City gay people are not accepted there's what like a couple months ago some guys got beat in the park right for holding yeah. hands we're not we're just not as a society we, and we never will be but it, we're making progress we're making we're progress really, really we, of progress, course we're making yeah. great progress but we we never will be because like there'll always be people we'll find something else let's say everyone you know whenever when everyone becomes light brown right which is going to happen eventually we're all going to become light brown you're all going to join my side then we're going to go <laughs> I'm almost there. how soon do you think that's happening <laughs> I have no idea I don't know maybe we'll be dead by then but uh I guess we would be because we're yeah, we're white we're uh, not changing <laughs> but um when everyone's light light brown we're going to then we're going to go well the tall people are now winning well now the muscular people are winning mm-hmm. we're always going to be that way um, so my point is, uh, I forget what the question was, but um, <laughs> how did it affect you? Like, what were kids saying to you? Word gets no one, around. No one ever said anything to me ever. Ever, really? ever. Not a single person. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an example of why. Please. It's almost like it's, uh, it's so. My dad's a lawyer in my hometown. He, he had a big sign. He changed his name. It's very. It's everyone What's knew. What's his name? Uh, What's his name was Raymond Dean Weiss. I'm Raymond Lance Weiss, and he's now Victoria Renee Weiss. Um, so he changed his big, his big sign out from his law office, Victoria Renee's. Renee Weiss, um, no one ever said a single word to me. Not, none of my best friends, nobody. And here's what you equate it to. It's so, like, different, I guess, and bizarre, and especially 15 years ago in the South, right? You, you're talking about, like, a, like a revolutionary, I don't know if that's right, <laughs> but, like, a di- you know, such a different uh, experience. Yes. It'd be, it'd be the equivalent. Here's, I'm going to give you exactly what it is. It's like if you work today, uh, let's say you work in that new World Trade Center when it opens up. Okay. No one's going to make this joke. Hey, what if, like, a plane just ran into the building right now? <laughs> what if, like, that happened? That joke's not going right. to be made ever, right. 
ever. Like I would, like we would make the joke because we're comics, right? And we do, we say horrific stuff like that. Horrific. No person actually working in that building is going to make that joke, right? Of course, it's going to cross everyone's mind, right? It's, it's the building where the old one was. Yes. And it's, it's the biggest building on the Western Hemisphere. Like, of course, you're going to think that. You know, it's not that joke's not going to be made. Same with my dad. It was so 15 years ago, so different, so you know, so odd for that time, I guess. Um, that no one said anything. It was just like, that's That's so interesting that's to it. me. It's almost, I don't know if that's compassionate or not. I would imagine people would be just horrible. No, well, well, I've always, I also, I've always, uh, you, you know, that's why I do comedy. I think you make people laugh because you have some reason that makes you feel mm-hmm. in fear. Like, my, my thing is like, a, like a transsexual, if you go down to uh, Christopher Street right now, right, that's, uh, that's, they could be anywhere, but that's, oh, this is just sounding worse and worse, but like, you know what I'm saying? Let's say you go down and you see, a, uh, if you see a man who's six, seven in a dress and heels, it's weird even today, right? Imagine 15 years ago in the South, how different that is. And so the thought as me growing up, you don't really think about it. Everybody has what the best they can to survive, right? That's why a lot of overweight people are really funny, why a lot of nerds are really funny, whatever, because everyone's doing their best to just fit in and be whatever. So I was always, I guess, pretty funny and to like, hey, because people laugh at you, they like you, right? People like you. And if you, if so, that's how you compensate for that happening. Do you talk, do you make, you have jokes about your dad? I just started talking, doing it on stage like about two years ago. Um, I'd like to have more, I think. Um, but it, there's a lot of my own stuff I have to deal with, you know, right. going through it. And then I, I never want to paint, paint anyone in a bad light. Sure. Um, I don't care about my dad doing it. My dad wasn't there. That hurts me more than that's, that's more than anything. I could give a shit what I don't care. And it's, I guess it's made me a very tolerant person. I mean, we're tolerant again. <laughs> it's made me a very open person because I don't, I don't, I don't care what anyone is. Right. I don't like, and you shouldn't, the only thing that matters in life. And I've, I've turned this corner even more. So the last like year or two. Is someone like a nice, sweet, loving person? That is the only thing that matters on this planet. Like the race, like sexual, none of that shit. It's all stupid. That's a d- anyone who I, I don't know. To me, it's is that a loving person? Because that's what we're all gonna die. It's all about love. That's I know. It's like a, that's my preaching. Right. Yeah. Well, the golden rule. I mean, that's really what it is. It's everything, be. man. That's everything. Do you want to be called a motherfucker? No. Then don't call anyone a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's really what it comes. To. I really should. I'm telling you, comedy, what a wrong turn I made. I should be the new <laughs> Tolstoy. Let's yeah. be honest. You still could be. You, what do you think? Comedy's a step away from that. Man, I'm right You're right book. there. I'm You're telling right you straight there. up. Problem is when you like something that someone else doesn't like. Like the dominatrix stuff last week. You're like, I don't mind getting electrocuted. Can I electrocute people? <laughs> 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 don't do anything that the other person doesn't want done. Yes, but if they want it done and you're down with it, then you got to pay Amen. for it. Amen. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you haven't heard this episode yet. We recorded. We have a dominatrix now we yeah, got to release it in order because we're referencing that. Yes, of course. <laughs> and that's why I did it. I want to force us to do this. She talked about all kinds of crazy things like playing chess on people's balls. <laughs> not really, but I just think that would be hilarious. There's not a lot of space. Yeah, something. I like that. Or huge she balls. She like pulls out. The... I'm right, trying I'm to, <laughs> I like to give ideas to everything, even if I'm not involved. So I'm trying to help the dominatrix field by giving them new ways to torture people. <laughs> all right? It's like, here's B- Bishop to Rook up your ass. It would be great. So... Let's go to this, though. Sure. Now, your anger at your father is towards him not being there. Do you think maybe he wasn't there because he was dealing with some of, of this course, shit Of course. I mean, on? without a doubt. Without a doubt. But, um, yeah, I mean, there has to be something there. But he, but he, I don't know. As I get older, I have a That's why I emailed him recently because I'm, I'm having a hard time. I have some of my own personal stuff I'm dealing with, obviously. We all do. Um, with some past relationships with women and whatnot. I used to call them girls, but I turned 30, and so then I say women. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> they're still 18. But, um, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. They're still going to be girls, especially now you're in your 30s. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> where was I going to talk about? Um, well, relationship, yes. So, so as I get, I'm having a hard time seeing how anyone like 
isn't there for their kids. I'm having a hard time, like, uh, kind of some relationships that ended. I was like, how'd you, how'd you just go like that? Like, I thought we were cool, you know, like, like you and I are friends, right? And it'd be the equivalent, of like, course. what if I just got up and punched you in the face right now and walked out of here? You'd be like, oh, I, you, you couldn't comprehend it. You'd be like, that doesn't, I, I thought we were like, it's not like you stole from me. And then I was like trying to get it. Like, we were just always been cool. So it wouldn't make sense. So my, I'm trying to figure out how a parent leaves their child when it's supposed to be that's the person you're supposed to love the most. Well, and I think it affects a child so much because oh, they yeah, personalize everything. it. Oh, it's everything. Like, it doesn't become like dad's working on some issues. It's like, what's, why, why doesn't he sure. love me? Yeah, why and every human is. Yes. It makes you feel like, am I not good enough? Am I right. not good enough? The one person who's supposed, so then if I have an, a girlfriend who leaves me, and I give it all too, right? If I do, I give it everything I have. We all do, I think, when we really try. And they leave, I lose my mind. I'm like, again, another person who tells me I'm not good enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, let's, I'll get real with you. Uh, one of the reasons why I don't really pursue relationships is because I can't handle that rejection because my yeah. mom wasn't there. Yeah. You know, because she had her thing she was going sure. through. I mean, here's the thing. We do the best we can. That's that's a, that's a great statement. I was about we to say We do that. the yeah. best we can. Some people need to try a little fucking harder. All right? And sometimes you need to. That's why we want people when they're parents to be prepared to actually. Without a doubt. And yeah. most aren't. It just kind of happens. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I had a pregnancy scare about like a year ago, and I remember talking to this dude, and uh, I saw a part-time job at that moment. Yeah. And I told one of the bosses, who was a cool dude, who goes, yeah, I didn't, I didn't prepare either. I got three now. <laughs> it just kind of happens, and you get your shit together, young man. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to book like that five shows so a night. Funny. Like, this yeah. is insane. And you <laughs> do the best. But remember, we all have... All four of us have some kind of issues in sure, our life. Yeah. We have problems. I got six. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> <six> <laughs> who's counting? <laughs> and now, at any point, we could have a kid. And now you have to raise that kid to be a good citizen and help them with their problems while you're dealing with yours. Yeah. And it's I very like difficult. I have a pit in my stomach when you said that. I was like, oh. But that's God. the fucking truth, yeah. man. Yeah, you know? I agree. We have too many people. We have way... And I, I mean, a lot of people, I don't know. I think I think way too many people have kids that should not be having kids. Right. That's I'm, a out of my, I'm a pretty smart out. dude. We're all pretty smart here. Yeah. I don't have, do you guys have kids? I don't know what your yeah. life's like. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, we're pretty smart. I'm not saying <laughs> What if I was like, oh, that makes me sick. <laughs> I have kids. I'm dumb when I, I have don't. sex. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but this dawned on me about three three weeks ago. It dawned on me that that that, that, that possible scare. Yeah. The kid would have been out by now. Of course. So I could have had a kid right now. Yeah, yeah. You'd I could be in a cubicle right now. I could be right here. No, cubicle. Yeah. The kid would be sitting in with me right, right. now. <laughs> that's Uncle Benj, Uncle yeah, fucking Tanya. I love, I love how you're like... You're, oh, you're, Aunt Tanya. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. You need to teach him good you skills. You would want to be Uncle Tanya. Uh, I don't think I would want to be an uncle if I'm a woman. I don't know. I, I feel... Depends on how tolerant you are. Just as a big fuck you and a big feminist move. Big feminist move. No, I just... I don't know. Gloria Steinman. Women are allowed to be however. I can teach them how to like kick somebody's ass why can't you be tolerant of the word uncle i got you again i got you again with the shit you blew it (laughs) i'm the worst uncle around i think it is unfortunate that people uh (laughs) kind of fall ass backwards into having kids like like you're describing and it's not thought out where people are like well i'm gonna have a kid i'm gonna raise it this way in this philosophy and set it up and make sure i go out of my way it's not like a yeah. It's something you need, should put some thought into. Well, and it's crazy to me. Sorry, I guess we're getting a little off topic. It's but okay. It is, it is weird to me that, um, I guess it's going to sound super religious, but it's not a religious thing. It's like people are having kids together and like not getting married. Like you won't commit to your partner. Sure. But a child is much more Bigger commitment. permanent oh, gosh, yeah. than a marriage is. It's forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. My mom still helps me out with stuff every single day. Yeah, I talk nice. to her almost every single day. She helps yeah. me out. She's still dealing with me, you know? Mm-hmm. 
She's I just... not happy about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of screen phone right. uh, Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like a lot of times we get, some people rush into marriage because, A, that's how society wants you to yeah. be. And you feel you have to live this dream, the, the American dream is, is what, 2.2 kids? Yeah, whatever, house, all that stuff. And I th- also think that people do it because they think it fixes them. That's that the worst. That's the worst mentality you can go into. But you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. people think yeah. if I get married, my life will be. No, that's the I'll never be lonely. Yes, if I have children, then it's all gonna just work out. Right. You still have to provide for them. You still have to provide for yourself, and you have to provide for yourself, love and for yourself, yeah. and just the, keeping yourself emotionally clean and right on. And it's very difficult. And I. Uh, you know, like I said, I don't know your dad or nothing like this, sure. but it sounds either. like this is some fun. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Got real. <laughs> I feel like that's probably something that's going on, like, with, with your dad. And I'm not making excuses, but sure. I could see that. You know, my mom was involved with drugs. Yeah. That was some tough shit. We've all got our stuff. We've all got our own, you know. It, it's tough growing up going, man, she likes getting fucked yeah. up more than hanging out with me, taking me to the movies. You gotta and think, you feel rejected. You gotta well, you think know, that, uh, in her defense, kids are really boring. Kids are yeah, boring. Hilarious. <laughs> it's the best way to deal with them. Let's go under the bridge and fucking <laughs> spike up, goddammit. You gotta think that, like you were saying, everybody's doing the best they can. It's, I, I read uh, this in a Deepak Chopra book. I let, let, read a lot of these books, trying to fix myself. And uh, I have a feeling that you like to quote that. At a coffee shop when you're talking to a girl, because that makes you right. sound really smart. It doesn't it? Sounds great. I learned this yeah. from Deepak Chopra, yeah, yeah. intelligent girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, like you were saying, everybody's doing the best they can. And then I, I started thinking, like, uh, he says, like everybody's doing the best from like their perspective. You know, and we are like you, and you gotta think about. It, no one's trying to have a shitty life. No one's trying to make it the worst for themselves. We're all trying to make it the best. We're all trying to make more money. We're all trying to have better relationships. We're all trying to do better in our career. All that stuff. We all are. So I, I try to remind myself that when I, I don't understand a, re- a past relationship, a friend who's maybe doing something kind of weird that I'm not, I don't get. You know, that's what I try and tell myself. And then I punch a wall right afterwards. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> you hate them. Is that yeah. the book? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you never had a conversation with your pops about why or what you were thinking? Did you always have these thoughts? It's happening right now. Yeah, I got an email from him uh, this morning. And, oh, can you uh, read it? No, I'm just going <laughs> to. Yeah. He, uh... Well, in the past week, he sent me like three or four emails, and we're we're working, we're trying to work through some of that stuff. Um, so you're inqu- you're inquiring now at thirty. I inquired a few years back, and I feel like it didn't go the way that I uh, had wanted. Because um, I feel like the I feel like the balls, the, the, I feel like the ball is in is in his court. I have all the power, right? He's the one in my brain. He's the one that left. He's the one. He's you know. So it's like I have. I don't even have to write him back if I don't want. Because right. if I don't write him back for two weeks, you know what? You weren't there for uh, 15, 20 years. Right. So yeah. I, it's, not, it's not like... You can do whatever. I can, I can, I can for the no next 20 years, not write him back. And, you know, I hope to write him back depending, you know... He's going to listen to this and he'll probably... I know he's going to listen to this. Whenever you put this up, he'll be the first person to watch it. I mean, you won't be able to see where it comes from. I don't know if you can tell where specifically it comes from. Guarantee you he'll be... Uh, he'll listen to it. So... Um, well, yeah. then we're going to fly him out and get yeah. him on this episode. <laughs> Next week's episode. Yeah. Look, we're done with just being a regular podcast. We are the new Maury. We're going to bring you back, not he's even actually, tell you why. He's not the father. <laughs> he comes out here. And I find it interesting. Now, I've never talked to anyone who's uh, had there a parent very go many. through this. There aren't very many. You but. still call him him. Everyone yeah, else calls that's him what I, her, though, right? That's because I remember my dad as. It's the only thing I remember him as. And do you think this causes tension with her? Him. Um, now, I don't even know what the fuck yeah. you call uh no I, I don't think it, it i mean it's just so it's so deep i can't even i don't even you know i don't even, i think that's probably the least of least of problems the least of the problems you know yeah do you think you would have been as open-minded a person 
if this didn't happen? No, did, not even close. Did so this helped open your without mind. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And it's and and uh yeah, because it, I, I don't know. Well, you know what it makes you realize is like so. That's something I had to deal with growing up, right? Very unique situation in the deep, the deep south. You're talking about earlier, the yes. deep. And I grew up, I grew up deep, like you know, very southern, uh, way down actually. So it's something I had to deal with going through high school. And uh, sorry, I lose my place sometimes. That's my own. Uh, well, you're thirty now. You're well, yeah, slowing what was, the fuck yeah, what down. Was <laughs> what was the question? Should I don't like, even remember? Making you, you talk more tolerant. Oh yeah, because. Um, yeah, because it, that's something I have. So let's say, let's say, let's say you have something. You're like, what well, you say? My mom did drugs, right? And you yes. say I was molested, and you say, uh, you know, whatever the other ones are. Uh, there's a thousand. Right? <laughs> I don't even get one. That's what like, I'm like, I maybe you're gay. Are you gay? I don't know. Are you gay? <laughs> no, maybe not. you're gay, right? So, but it makes you realize you go, oh, wow, I got this situation. Or maybe your uncle was in jail for gambling for 30 years, or he's a serial killer. Whatever. We'll give you that. I love one. how you're uh, trying to read everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we but playing get, poker? I got a throwaway. He's like, you're a girl. You got molested. Yeah, you got touched by an uncle. Well, Next one. Easy. Every, oh, because a lot of women. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I know a lot of women who, you know, in high school, some gym teacher, you know, printed them up against the wall. I've heard that. I've heard that from multiple women. Jesus and it's horrific. Christ. It's terrible. But you realize it's like, so that's my situation. So you got the, all right. It's so fucking. And that's why comedy's awesome. To me, comedy is one of the most important things in the world. I'm not the best at it. I'm working on it right yeah. we're all trying but like we're all trying we're trying our best but it's most because it, you can go into that room for an hour hour and a half whatever it is two hours if it's going long and go uh you can go man, man we're all the same we're all the same you can bring every race together every age every culture whatever and go it's all it's okay man it's cool so so what if you're an alcoholic so what if you are addicted to porn so what like doesn't matter we're all cool let's all just have a good time for this hour and a half and then we'll leave and then maybe everybody's a better person for it maybe some kid came, or some dude came to the show Beats his kid every night, right? He's a little happier. He leaves that night, doesn't beat his kid. Kid goes to school the next day, it's nicer. And you see the ripple effect of like love and society. So me, it's one, right. I know I'm going kind of off topic. But yeah, that's why I'm more tolerant, I think, because of it, definitely. I want to meet the comedian that's so funny. He causes a child abuser to not abuse. That must be right. a good I think show. it happens more than you think. I think yeah. it happens way more than you think. That love that people get out for a comedy show, people feel great, man. I mean, I mean, it depends. Sometimes I bomb, but right. a lot you, of times... You think the guy goes back and makes <laughs> your heart that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would be the Lice worst. This is for Lambert! <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. Uh... <laughs> no, I, I think yeah, we don't see it because we just go home, right? We go out the back door. Everybody else goes out the front no, door. No, I follow everyone. Yeah. I want to know how they're reacting. I want to know what flavor ice cream you're getting after. after my <laughs> Vanilla? I'm better than fucking yeah, vanilla. Right. <laughs> you should get some more creative. Yeah, but I think that love, I think that's, uh, I think it's definitely an important thing like that. Well, it's interesting you bring that up, and I'll, I'll go sideways at this point, but, but who cares? <laughs> um, I always found it interesting, like, the argument... I always made when we, you know, we had this con. We don't talk comedy much on the show. We'll just go brief. But you brought it up that this is why you've ended up sure. becoming a comedian, and because you have to get this pain out, and that you think this helps people who are going through things. Without and a I, doubt, that's inspiring Without as shit doubt. to me, and makes me feel good. But when we had that, like, when that whole rape joke controversy was sure. going around a couple months ago, yeah. I, my argument was always this: I don't think anyone is on the flip of what you're saying. I don't think someone is conflicted to going. Oh, I really want to rape someone tonight. I'm trying not to. Let me go to a comedy show for a minute. Goes there, hears someone tell a rape joke, and then go, and then goes, Eureka, that's that's for me. I almost feel like what you're saying, we can heal. We can maybe help people like a doubt. forget that a stuff. Doubt. I still think we're like cancer curers and shit like that. I feel like we're probably still bottom of the barrel when it comes to the <laughs> artists. Right? You know? I don't think so. I disagree. I, so I disagree either. hugely. More it's, than dude, music? It's one of the most, no, it's, 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 everything's equal. It's, it depends on how good you are and what you're, you know. Dude, I would have I killed myself if it wasn't for comedy. 
Nice. Would have killed myself. But then I, I, when I was in college, I got a job at the DC Improv as a doorman and really fell in love with the comedy. And because I was, I, you know, we all go through rough times, right? And I, I, I was like, man, because you can forget. You know, you watch a movie and you go, wow. I mean, you just forget. You, you forget you have bills. That's the same with a comedy show. You, go into, you forget you have bills. You forget your divorce. You forget somebody left. You forget all, all the myriad of problems we have. And you go, man, it's fucking all right, man. It's okay. And like that's, I would have killed myself if it wasn't for stand-up. And, I'm, I'm, and you hear about letters, comics get all the time like that from other people. You really yeah. changed my life. And that's one thing. I mean, you don't even hear half people who leave and really like it changed them. I mean, you just don't hear about it. They just go on about their day or whatnot, you know? Art in general, like when I was in, uh, I, man, freshman year of high school, man, all my friends turned on me. I got in a fight with this kid who was going to be more popular than me. Yeah. So everyone chose him because his brothers were sure. popular. He was an introvert, though, so it didn't really blow up. I was by myself. My cousin just moved from the south. You southerners with this shit. He should have <laughs> hung out with you. You would have had him fucking more tolerant. Yeah, right? Back to that word. <laughs> and uh, he was getting people to beat me up. He was older than me. It was terrible. And... Uh, I really thought of like just let's just slit it right here. Yeah. And guess what got me through? Like like music. You, you didn't, rock sure. music. You didn't pantomime it the right way. I didn't though. pantomime. I want you guys <laughs> who can't see this at home. Man, <laughs> do other podcasts do act outs as much? You could tell I came up in the black rooms. I do fucking act outs even when there's not an audience. I'm just sh- I'm shrugging my arms. It wasn't for music, man. And then yeah. later when I got into comedy, I mean my life, I was just my twenties, I didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah. And I was so scared to talk to women. I was uh Man, just rough and performing that once, twice a week, the little I could. I mean, I couldn't get up much in Vegas. Save me. Yeah. And uh, that's why I hate when people say you're living your dream. This is not a dream. You're meant to do this or you're not. It's like homosexuality. It's like for the 98% of it is nature, not nurture. It's you're sure. meant to be or yeah, you're meant not it. to be. Yeah. That's it. It really is that there is a bit of a, of a middle ground, experimentation, sure. whatever. But like real performers, you're supposed to or you're not. And if you're not doing it, you want to jump off a fucking bridge, and you need somewhere to express yourself, and that's that's the beauty of it. Do you man. think it's the art, or just feeling like you understand yourself at that point? Well, there's part of it. Part of you understanding yourself is that I have to get these things out of me, and that I'm meant to perform in some way and get what's off my chest off my chest. And some people don't realize that, and they just go and they do the thing. Basically, what we were talking about with families earlier is basically what uh, train spotting was kind of talking about, right? You're supposed to go have the 2.2 kids and the 1.5 cars. And so you just get the best job uh, possible. And then you go do it. The thing is, no one has that actual life. No one actually does. No one has that life. No, some people are, and they're some trapped. People. Some people, nah, are, they some don't. people are slaves to the work. I don't week. think they're happy, and like, I'm doing yeah, yeah. it. No one, don't it, fuck it no up. One, no one really, there's so much more stuff that, people are so complex. There's so much more to people's lives, you know? Maybe yeah, they. I mean, I just think that's with everything, though. You could be living your dream life and still have moments of unhappiness. And sure. Like, Ugh, well, what if I ended up with that one? Well, there's what, no what? perfection. Yeah. That sounds like a personal right. thing we, for you. <laughs> yeah, you, you, need, you need a session. All right? You need to sit down with a tolerance specialist. <laughs> no, but I think, I think what we're saying is true, where life isn't about figuring out how to avoid uncomfortable situations. It's figuring out how to be comfortable in uncomfortable right. situations. It's going to sure. happen no matter yeah, what. That's a good point. How am I going to react in that moment? Don't try to avoid it. Try to kind of embrace it and roll with the punches. Yeah, there's a lot of black people out there. Where did the hell that come from? You gotta be around them, I'm saying. Like, it's a horrible joke. Here we go. Let's keep going. <laughs> you can take the boy out the deep south. Here we go. Here we go. Intolerant. <laughs> All right, a couple more things. Unfortunately, yeah, we have yeah, to keep this one right. tight yeah. because we have another show coming on here. And I, I fiddle faddle too Let's much. Let's do it. What do we got? Um, Don't at me. So, as this is going on, yeah. 
Mom isn't saying, isn't talking about it at all. Mom's just being super supportive. No one in my, no one in the whole town talked about it ever. Do you no think one. people in your family or even your friends, even if they didn't talk about it, do you think they were more available to you because of this? I wonder like that sometimes. I wonder that sometimes, but I, I don't think so. Because no. it could have gone either way. It could have gone, you'd be an outcast, and maybe I'd, I'd be like a goth kid now, right? God, that'd be fascinating. Goth kid <laughs> comes from those little towns, right? You, goth kids don't come from the city. They come from towns out in deep in the middle where right. no one understands them. They, so I could have gone that way. I could have been, you know, just in my room playing drums all day, right? That's what, like... <laughs> I love how that's the instrument of, you know what I'm saying? Like, of that's, goth kids is drums. <laughs> you know, um, but it went the other way where, like, I, you know, I was like... My mom never let me. My mom never let anything for me be an excuse, and not. And that's another statement that sounds weird, but like she's like, you know, it's because that's that is your first thought. You go, wow, are people gonna think I'm different? Are people gonna think I'm? Or that's your first thought when you hear that that has happened to your your father, right? Yeah. Or what are they gonna think about me? Are they gonna think I'm weird? Are they gonna think. And so then you compensate the other way. You go, well, let's make everybody like me. And subconsciously, I didn't even I didn't do it consciously. It just happened. You're in high school and you're trying. To, yeah, everybody wants to be liked in right in high school, right? Is there not a worse, you know? A worse thing and be a freshman sophomore in high school and trying to be liked. Everyone wants that, right. so then you just you cope the best way you can. That was the way I could cope. I can make people laugh. People like me. No, oh, cool. And you, and I didn't even think about it then. In hindsight, I see that now. You know. And how about with this? As this is going on with your dad, you're what fourteen? Yeah, it, four, I couldn't drive. I remember that. So okay. fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Did you discover girls by then? I want to see. I want to see if this ever went through your head about your sexuality as that happened. Um, I've been behind on on all that stuff. You've been behind. For I've been behind ever. I didn't. I just had my first beer when I was tw- on my twenty first birthday. Twenty first birthday. How about yeah. your first kiss? Uh, real late, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Now, was that part of that? You think maybe with the dad thing? Did you ever nah, think well, about making out with a dude? No. Um. Well, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, Bring the southern roots back. Fuck, fuck no. This podcast over. Yeah, burn, uh, burn a cross <laughs> behind you. Burn a cross behind <laughs> you as I say that. <laughs> um. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, it crossed your mind from uh. From time to time, as a human, right? We all we all battle with the questions of everything, right? Well, I'm debating if I should make out with you now. Yeah, so yes, want. I'm having yeah, that battle right no, now. Burn that cross, please protect us. I got nothing <laughs> happening. Um, <laughs> he has mouth herpes, though. Oh well, I still got nothing happening. So who the fuck doesn't? You gonna bring this up every episode? <laughs> no, every episode. I've been here twice. Well, you've been on two. <laughs> How many times did you get fired? Today? Just so <laughs> you know, my uncle called me after he heard that episode. Goes, um, um. You got herpes. <laughs> like you too, Uncle. Like you like you're clean. <laughs> Growing up in the seventies and eighties and shit, you're clean as a whistle. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Bill of health. You bunch of shit. <laughs> is your uh father in a relationship or has I haven't I haven't I haven't talked to him in so long I couldn't. Not even that tell you're you. aware of though. Couldn't even tell you what he's doing now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I assume it would be with a guy. I have no clue. And I really have no clue. Or what he's attracted to now. I I couldn't even tell you. And how would you feel either way? You really wouldn't care. I don't care about that stuff. Right. I, I wanted a dad when I was 13 and learned how to shave and tie a tie. I would have loved to have someone to show me that instead of going to my neighbor and ask him how to do it. Instead of watching a YouTube video, my dad's going to cry. You didn't have a fucking YouTube <laughs> video back then. No, well, I shaved with an electric razor up until I was through college. Just since I moved to New York. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but the re- the real shave is lathering your face up and getting a razor and going at like that's a man. That's a man. I'm but, willing to adopt you right now. Liz. You know, yeah, I, I feel like you need. A, I'm as alpha as it gets, yeah. and I will tell you not to be scared of mouth herpes. Don't listen to and grow to, a beard like a real man. Yeah, grow right? a beard. Yeah. Act Don't like a man. <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, and nothing and nothing against my dad, but it's like I would have been nice to have had that. He's gonna listen to this, and that's gonna make him feel bad. I know. Um, 
See, it's weird. I, it's weird that I talk knowing he's going to listen to every single thing right. I say. Well, at and, least you're aware of it. And now we're emailing back and forth now, so it's kind of like, and that's that's big for me because I don't, I don't, you know, um, I don't need him as much as I used to, right? I needed him when I was 13, you know, about girls and you get a boner, what's that? And you, you know, like, well, maybe he wouldn't have been the one to tell you at this point. <laughs> right? Let's yeah. be honest about that. Shit. But that's life, you know what I mean? Like, you know, all the all the things that a normal human being goes through. That's uh, that's tough, man. When you're 13, you got nobody. And for anyone, it has nothing to do with being, you know, any. You had no mom, so it's the same thing. You, well, I didn't you, have a dad either. I had grandparents. Yeah, so God. it's like, which which is great, but it's it's still not quite the same. It's not the you, same. You know, they're a little older. They don't quite maybe get it. You know, some of the things. Um, so yeah, I think every. I, I don't know what the question was again. I just started ranting, but <laughs> he he got left at when you were six. You said. Yeah, my parents and got divorced when I was up six. Up until that point, what was the relationship like? I can't. I have very few memories of my dad even being around. I mean, six. So it's like I, I couldn't even. I don't really remember a dinner with us together or anything. Um, yeah. Well, let me say this: if we ever start getting advertising money, or we get picked up as television, we're gonna set up when? you when is, and when your dad having dinner. Uh, we're gonna fly it together. Now we'll be in co- competition because by then it will be legal. The adoption. You will be my son. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> it'll be great. I might change your name though. Yeah. To what? Malcolm. Malcolm Weiss? <laughs> Malcolm Weiss? No, you're going to be Malcolm Madden. You're going to be Malcolm. Right. Malcolm Madden. Malcolm. Malcolm, you're going to be Triple M. You're going to be Malcolm Money Making Madden. That'll be your motherfucker. Triple M. That's four. Money Making. Oh, shit, but there's a hyphen. Triple yeah. nickname. He's quadruple on. M then. That's right. <laughs> Uncle Tanya has spoken. Unfortunately, we got to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, Lance, thank you for, for talking about this. I know it's kind of uncomfortable. I didn't realize how strained your relationship was, so yeah. that's, that's kind of difficult. Um, I hope things work out between you. And I'm, be- I'm being sincere. I'm going to turn off like host thing right there. Yeah, and yeah. Just as a friend. It's very difficult. And it is hard to forgive. And uh, I- I've been dealing with it myself. Yeah. My mom passed away this year. And we weren't on good terms. Her birthday's in a couple days. I'm really wow. scared. i bugged out. And uh, it happens. But uh, sometimes we got to just say that they did what they could. And uh, unfortunately, these are the cards we're dealt. And we're where we're at because of it. Good or bad, sure. and now we have to keep progressing as people, and that's exactly. that's the most important thing. And you have people who give a fuck about you now. Where are they? And they did. Well, they're, we're right here, baby. <laughs> we haven't gone nowhere, but yeah. your mom still cares. Oh, yeah, you got great. a lot of friends, yeah, no, man. I, yeah, I do. And people love you, and uh, man, I wish you the best. And uh, anytime you want to come and discuss any of this going on, and hopefully. Uh, uh, I want to keep tabs now. I feel like I'm so worried. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm fine, invested man. now. I'm fine. Keep your head up. And if you need to talk off air ever, just give me. Dude, I'm fine. I appreciate it. I love you. I think you're good. Uh, He's like, bro, I don't want to talk to you. It got serious. Yeah, fuck you. I just wanted to come here. This- I got a tough wall, man. I got a tough shell that I've built up over the years. Whew. I'm fine. I'll be all right. I've been there too. I'll take bullets tough. to the chest. I'm like, I feel like I, I've got such a tough shell now. I feel like I'm a lesser version of Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting, but I haven't had the proper mini driver shit yet. I really need that meltdown. That's what you need? I think girls get close to it, and then I just run the fuck away. But I, I really need, what's mini driver doing these days? Maybe she can actually be my mini driver. Uh, throw any plugs. How can people find you? You're a very funny comedian. Uh, you can uh, get just, some plugs I'll plug out. two things. Uh, you can just, plug three if you want. I'm it's two, a free country. I'm going to plug two. I'm going to plug two. Your father, uh, I'll plug three. I'll plug three. three. Okay. I'll plug three. Uh, first one is I always just put my website LanceWeiss.com Or Weiss W-E-I-S-S Just all Everything about me is on there Obviously it's the easiest way to go Two I run a show every Wednesday uh, Called Gandhi is at you With my buddy Brendan Fitzgibbons In the Lower East Side If anybody ever wants to come to that So also all the info is on the website And then uh, Three If there's any ladies out there Who uh, want to want this What we just talked about <laughs> If you want this you, you know This is it 
Was that the was that the third? That was my third. Plug? That was my third plug. Yeah. You should plug your OK Cupid right. profile yeah. then on top yeah. of it. Horny, great-looking guys. You know, we're tolerant. Boom. Huh? Coming around. Look at that. There we are. God damn! I love your confidence. Bench, plug it away. Ah, uh, please check out Stand Up New York Labs. The we got some great podcasts happening here. We also got a promo code. Promo if you're listening code. to this to the show, use the code Lust. Yes. It's very sexual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all sex, oh all the God. time, baby. All sex, all the time. Oh, and uh, we got a we got a, a a website. We're teaming up with Rally.org, trying to raise some money for our Stand Up New York Labs to help get some projects off the ground. If you guys like what we're doing, anything you give would be greatly appreciated. Go to our website, YouTube page, Podcast Network, all of the above. Check it out. Come to shows. I'm out. And support all our brothers and sisters Everyone, on this we're network doing, doing really podcast cool stuff. We're doing some really great cool shows stuff. here. I'm honored, and I feel like uh, this is like Sun Records. I feel like me. I feel like I'm like the young Johnny Cash. I feel Mark <laughs> Norman and Joe Whatever List. Lets you sleep at night. They're like Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> I feel like Kurt Metzger is the, Carl Perkins. I've almost run out of guys. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're part of a stable. We're doing some cool of the stuff. future. These guys are comics. They're all comics. Yeah, Carl Perkins. I'm I'm sure <laughs> what kind of Southern are you? You don't know Sun Records. You do not. <laughs> Tanya Arasso. Arasso. Um, I guess you can follow me at Hey Mr. Booker. I'm trying to get Cory Booker to date my sister because she's wow. in love with him. And we discussed that this last time. That is not a good sister. And we're pretty that sure though great. he's a homosexual, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't know. Not that we don't know. <laughs> he sent like private messages to some stripper and God knows where. Really? That could this was be, recent. Yeah. That could be a beard. It could be a beard. It could be, but I think my sister's happy to be a beard. I'd love mm-hmm. to have him in the family. Wow, that's he's its own ca- episode. He's a catch. Yeah, he's, he's great. a great dude. He he's runs amazing. into burning buildings to save like kittens. Yeah. That's Super a good dude. Mad. I love him. Um, okay, it's my turn. You ready? This is uh, Mad Dog Mattern. Hi. Like, why did I just introduce myself? Like, <laughs> you, you don't know website? it. It's my show. Do you have a website? Not really. What People are, you are doing? working because I'm a, a jerk website. off. Do a website. Man. You ever talk back to your father like that again? <laughs> <laughs> How can you have pudding when you don't eat your meat? Um, <laughs> at Mad Dog Mattern on Twitter, Facebook Mad Dog Mattern. If you have questions, concerns, guest ideas, hit me up on Facebook. Don't be shy. We're building this show together. Thank you all for spreading the word. I mean, we're only going to build, man. People listening and enjoying this, and we really appreciate the feedback. And we're here, man. We're, we are the voice of the voiceless. We are here to represent people who are living their lives the best they can. It sounds like we're on Lost it? or something. I the never voice, watched that the show. The voice of the voice. It sounds like we're in a cave somewhere. Like, Why, so no one's I'm... hearing us. We're the only guys left. <laughs> You can get the fuck out of here, Lance. All right? You're not even Malcolm anymore to me. That's not the son that I adopted 30 seconds ago. I'm here to give you the guidance. Super Tramp, our producer, was going to bring in the Barbasol and a razor. I was going to show you how to shave. I'm going to shave my own beard for you, Lance, and you turn on your papa like that. Um, mad love to Super Tramp in the booth. Mad love to Johnny Fatigate, who we still don't have a nickname for. Mad love to Midnight Express, Jimmy LaChase, everyone here at Stand Up New York. Support this club. Support all our podcasts. Support the kid, Mad Dog Matter. We're going to make it loose. Girls, if you want a piece of this, fuck this kid, Lance. Yeah. Don't, don't mess with him. Here mess with go. me, well. and then we'll show pictures, <laughs> and I'll go, this is what you do when you sass your papa. <laughs> Until next time, God bless you all. This show is going to be hotter than fish grease from now on, baby. Canada, Mexico, America, <laughs> Europe, we're, we're, we're lukewarm with you. But till next time, baby, remember, we're all worth a million in prizes. Booyah, baby! Yeah.